Street Champs, come get put on. Today we're in here with some very, very special guests, Arise Roots. How you guys doing today? Doing good, man. Good yeah. to be here in Pueblo. Mm, Pueblo. Yeah, good to be back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, good to be back. Hell yeah! Um, you guys, got, you guys ran into some problems coming on your way, right? Yeah, man. We every, I almost say every time. I don't want to knock on wood. <laughs> Let me not say that. Um, we had caught a flat tire on the way up here, and it took forever to make that whole uh, ordeal come out, come around and work. Uh, but we ran into a, a good Samaritan stop, and uh, shout out to Mark. Shout out to Mark from <laughs> San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, uh, yeah. He came through in the clutch and helped us out. Took us down to the next town to get the tire and stuff and to come back up to where we were wow cool, man. coincidentally it was almost the same spot that we broke down two tours ago coming through colorado it was the same route going same the route way. yeah we're going the opposite way this time and i broke down that time i lost the trailer broke down this time i just lost the tire and so. we actually ended up leaving the jack with the tool to lower our spare with the trailer yeah and we forgot about that so yeah that's why we had to go just get a new tire we couldn't get our spare down yeah both and both those bring both of those situations were on show days so we had to like you know figure it out that day to, then rush to the show that night but uh but both of them we made we made for both of them so we don't miss shows the show must go on yeah yeah, yeah the show must go on you guys officially need an auto checklist yeah you, you know what we, we do we we really do, and then a, and then after we got back on the road, and we got pulled over like twenty minutes after that. Why? No. <laughs> Why did we get pulled over? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we got pulled over. We got acquainted with with the law. Really? Yeah. yeah they were cool. They let us out with a warning. In New yeah. Mexico? Or no, in Colorado. Colorado, mm -hmm. really small town. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, but we made it. Wow. No jail time, so we're we're good. Whenever yeah. whenever it ends with no jail time, it's like. We're here. We're here. Yeah. No We're jail straight. time. All right. Before we get into, we don't all, like jail. <laughs> yeah, nobody does. <laughs> before we get into everything, though, oh, could we get just some introductions of who you guys are and what you guys do for yeah. the band and how long you guys been part of the, the all band? Right. My name is Kareem Israel. I am the lead vocalist, and I've been. How long have we been doing this thing? 2010. 2010. Years. 2010. Yeah. Oh. I'm Todd Johnson. I play mostly wrong notes, but on the keyboard, <laughs> <laughs> sing backups. Oh yeah. <laughs> When did you guys meet? How long have you guys been friends? We met with the band. With the band. Oh, yeah. really? On Craigslist. Mm -hmm. We met him on Craigslist. Yeah. I was jamming oh, with no the shit. drummer, actually, in another band. And that kind of wasn't working out. And we met the bass player on Craigslist. And then we met him on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. Back when Craigslist was still working. Yeah. Still now it's just yeah. all scams. Yeah, now it's all scams. <laughs> but I saw an ad for uh, a sexy, short black guy that sings. I was like, oh, that sounds... Sounds like me, so I answered it, and these guys were there. <laughs> these guys were there. <laughs> what, what city? What city did you guys all meet in? Uh, what was it? It's Los Angeles. It's Los Angeles, basically. Sorry, we were based in yeah. Pico Rivera at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. Basically. Wow. How old are y'all? 42. 42? 39. 39? Mm -hmm. mm. Who's, who's, uh, who's kind of like, uh, who's the oldest in the band? Who's the youngest? Okay. I think you're the youngest. You're the youngest? the youngest, yeah. Robert's the oldest. I'm not even sure what Robert's age is. I don't think anybody knows what Robert's age is. I think it's like 93. Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, we don't really fully know. We don't fully know. He has, he has no records of his birth, so it's just no one really knows how old he is. What does Robert do for the band? He's the lead guitarist. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I got to talk to Robert a yeah. little bit ago. He seemed oh, did you? really cool dude. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. Slow Dub's a proper shredder. Yeah, he's So he's, I got a question a for you guys. What, yeah. So when you guys go into the process of like writing new music, um, I mean, is there days where you just like freestyle stuff? If something mm -hmm. sticks, you know, you keep it, you just hit record mm -hmm. 
and, and just let the melodies flow or you know how do you, how do you go about that process it's um a, a lot of the ideas that we have and ideas that have become songs have just come out of jam sessions in, in the rehearsal spot in the rehearsal space and so we'll jam on on uh on some chords or or whatever and then uh it just kind of morphs you know it, it'll different guys will start doing their thing and playing you know whatever and, and usually what happens is a lot of times um we'll just kind of noodle around and play with different ideas as that idea is kind of forming you know okay. what i mean and so as it's kind of morphing and evolving kind of in real time then the for me at least then the i start to get the vocal melodies first before i get the words and so as i'm chilling there i'm seeing what the vibe of the song is and yeah, yeah start yeah. to kind of i'll just start humming kind of melodies to myself and Feeling then we'll change yeah. if, I, if i hit or kind of land on a melody that I, that I dig then i'll just kind of keep going over and over Feeling it and kind of seeing where that flow where that goes and then i okay. usually put the words in after the fact sometimes the words come right right there but um okay. for me a lot of times it's the melody first and then cool. you know i like to vibe out on whatever that song is I feel like the song kind of dictates to me what the song is going to be about like I don't really come I don't bring an idea a lot of times as far as vocally I don't bring a concept to the song or to a, a rhythm you know what I mean I'll see okay what is what is the feeling of this rhythm first mm -hmm. and whatever I'm feeling whatever that I feel like it's it's telling me what it's supposed to be about and that's yeah. how usually, usually how I write it what's it provoke what's the emotion yeah what, what's the mm, what do you think mm -hmm, would, mm -hmm, would fit behind mm -hmm, that okay mm -hmm, cool. i would mm -hmm. also say it's a very organic process it is usually just like a seed of an idea and we grow it people add stuff we make changes and it's nothing to i it. would say only 10 percent of our ideas actually make it through we'll finish yeah, we a song it. and throw it right in the trash if it's not yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of if it don't make the cut it don't yeah, make the cut yeah we have a lot of a lot of ideas on on the cutting room floor has there ever been, ever been a song where you don't think it's going to be very popular you might not even want to play it and yeah and it'd be it's cool me down, cool me down. that's cool why me we down. Did. came straight out of the trash can trish, yeah we, trish picked that song <laughs> yeah, we had, yeah we had already tossed it and we sent her like four rhythms including that one and she handpicked that one and we <laughs> Surprised. It's funny how that works. Yeah. Surprised. Yeah. But I, mm -hmm. I guess that was the missing ingredient to make that song go. Was mm -hmm. actually her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Chris on sax. Yeah. Well. So oh, shout cool. out to, to Hyrie, the whole Hyrie camp out there, wherever mm -hmm. they are. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, just getting back on the whole timeline of things. Um, yeah, writing your music and stuff. When did you guys really start? You know, writing music and get more serious mm -hmm. with the music. At what age? From the beginning, we 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 just kind of jammed at the beginning when we first got together, just uh, just jam sessions, and then as we kind of pulled up personally. Per, oh, personally, yeah, um, you play music. Personally, I didn't really. I, I was never in a band before before this band. Like I, I didn't really. I was involved in music as far as uh, like hip hop production, but not as far as like actual band. Uh, so this this the whole band thing for me was like a, a like an, an experiment type thing like a, let me see how see how it goes see what this see what this turns into and it just went from there for me but my dad is it was a reggae artist my dad is from Jamaica oh really so he moved to the states back in the seventies to do music and um, so for oh. me reggae has always been a oh, part uh, Israel is his name um, so it's always been a part of me. It's always been a part of just, you know, reggae was the first music I ever, ever heard, the first music I ever fell in love with. Mm -hmm. So I always had the love for the music, but I never lived in a place where they had uh, a live reggae scene there. So that didn't happen until I moved to L.A. And then got on Craigslist and found these guys, and I was like, oh, you know, this, this, this could work. You know what I mean? And so we just, and even with that, it wasn't, um, 
it wasn't a plan to like, oh, we're gonna do tours and do albums. It was just now we're just gonna get together and jam because we love the music. You guys could you know, feel free to walk through, man. No, no, no problem. Um, and so uh, yeah, so that so it happened like that for me at least uh, on my part of the story. Yeah. Cool, cool man. And Very cool. What about what about you? When did you I find music? I came up in like the ska scene. I grew up oh, in really? San Diego. In fact, uh, my high school band actually Chris, the sax player for Irie, was in my high school band. We went to high school together. Oh wow! And then my high school band actually is uh, open up for Mr. Robert Sotelo's band here, the Allentons. When <laughs> we were just kids, like probably 16 years old, and they kick us out of the club after we were done playing because we weren't allowed to be there. You grew up in LA too? San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Ah. Okay, okay. Yeah, but we've come up and play in LA. It's just a more thriving scene. Mm. There's more stuff going on. Dago. But back in like the Dago. late 90s and the early 2000s, like the ska scene was popping. Like we played traditional ska, more like 60s ska delight style. We were like an all instrumental band. I actually played trumpet in that band. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. cool. Now I'm a keyboard player. <laughs> <laughs> what are some, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask, have you played any other instruments? Yeah, actually, I was on a four. I'd played tuba at Cal State Long Beach. And Kind of burned out on that whole thing, so huh. I guess I play reggae keyboards now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, is there any influences, reggae artists that you try and you know add into your music to sound, mm. you know, influence? Yeah, they all of them actually. Yeah, like it, it's it's so hard to to it's so hard to not be influenced by all of the the artists that came before us. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's impossible not to. Right. To some degree. And so what we try to do is, if, if I try to, to sit here and name, the list yeah. is, is, is endless. Right. It's, it's infinite. You know, it's, that, it's, yeah. it's all of them. You know what I mean? All of them that, that have put their little seasonings into the pot, you know what I mean, for us to be able to, to pull from. You know what I mean? It's all of them. Cool. And so, um, so what we try to do is, with that knowledge and with that inspiration that they've given us, we try to, to kind of... To, kind of grow our own branch of this tree you know what i mean but um yeah man the, the tree the tree is, is so is so large and it's so man it's 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 huge is that that reggae tree is huge and there's so many amazing artists that have uh from the man from the 60s 70s 80s 90s 2000s like it's it's, it's endless yeah, yeah it's, it's endless i'd say endless. one of my biggest influences would be midnight mm. it's probably my favorite reggae okay. band yeah okay midnight is, is definitely a biggie for us. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. What about what about growing up? Who you, who were you guys listening to? Growing up, my first uh, reggae album was uh, Musical Youth, and so Past the Duchy. I used to play that song over and over and over <laughs> and over and over again. I was the only, I'm sure I was the only kid in my name. I'm sure I was the only kid in my in my city that I grew up in that was uh, a six year old listening to Past the Duchy on. I had an album, so I used to man, just play it over and over and over again. Um, as I remember, even at that point, like, I'm, I'm even the face, like the cover of the album is, is the, I don't know if you know who they yeah. are or not, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a kid band. They were all kids, and they were all on the front of the album with, with their instruments, with like chords and stuff, and they holding their instruments, whatever. <laughs> and I remember thinking back then, like, man, like, how awesome would it be to be in a reggae band one day? You know what I mean? Like, that would be so cool. Yeah. And obviously, you know, being that my dad was, was an artist, like, I always wanted to, to have a piece of that, but just, you know, just never had the opportunity. And so um, from that, that little seed of musical youth and then from my pops, it was just like, man, I, one, one day, if I'm lucky enough, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. And then sure enough, sure enough. So. Very cool. 
Is your dad still with us today? Yep, he's still there. He's still here. He's uh, he's up in San Francisco. So, well, it's Oakland, basically. Um, so the 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 goal is to do a, a tune with him one of these days. I'm gonna get him in the studio. We're gonna do a tune. He's played with us at a he um, he did a little jam session, not a jam session, but he jumped on our set one day when we played San Francisco some years back. Uh, he sang a tune with us. Uh, I think it only happened once. I think it was just one. I think just once. Uh, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, he, he's still, he's still, he's still here. He's still, still, still. He's got a cane now, but he's, he's still, he's still kicking. <laughs> cool. he's still, yeah, he's still doing his thing. Yeah. Do you have anyone in your family that you've played music with, or that plays music with Not you that inspired really. you? My dad played a little bit of drums, but no, my mom can't even clap to the beat. <laughs> be the first one to tell you that. <laughs> Where do you think it came from, then, man? I, it probably came from my dad's side, but nobody really played. Uh, mm. He had an adopted brother. We found out that was a musician. Played trumpet as well, okay. incidentally. But yeah, not too much music in my family. I'd How were you up. kind of first introduced then? Was they it? just had me in everything, man. I was playing soccer, baseball. It was like doing school. Junior lifeguards. They threw you in some. And yeah, I was in San Diego Youth Symphony. I was doing honor bands. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was pretty active as a kid. Cool. Yeah. So big up my parents for driving me all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, as far as you guys being parents? Do you guys have any kids or anything? I do. You have kids? Yeah. Uh, are, they, are they young? Are they, uh, are they I have a 14 year old, a uh, 12 year old, and a five year old. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. And you're, yeah. how, how many tour stops are on uh, this one? Uh, this is kind of like a this is kind of like a little small leg of how can you describe it? It's like a little small like like after yeah like a branch off of the so we did the Stephen Marley tour for two weeks and then we, we went Pacific home for a week Northwest before that. we did Pacific Northwest before that and kind then the Stephen Marley thing yeah but we've and had then, a couple breaks where we went home yeah went home for a week and then um, and then we came out for this one so this is five days five dates hmm. and then we go back home again for two weeks and then we hit the east coast for uh, like four or five dates leaving your kids like for the for the extended period mm -hmm. of time do you feel Type it's, away or is it uh, it's tough to it? it's, it's, de it's definitely tough they're they're kind of used to it at this point so they're uh, it's it's to the point where it's not like I don't have to deal with the like the, the tears and the daddy don't go type thing like so that thank god they're at a point where they you know they're cool they're like alright dad we'll see you later makes it um, tough yeah but if it was like that it would make it a lot tougher but um, they, they they pretty they're, as long as they have um, as long as they have their video games and their friends or whatever, they they're like, yeah, dad, we'll see you whenever, whenever. <laughs> we'll see you when you get back. <laughs> the five year old is is definitely he's like, you know, he's getting to the point where he's like, all right, when you coming back, you know. So that part is a little bit tough, but uh, thankful for FaceTime. Mm -hmm. FaceTime is a huge help. Like, yeah. yeah, that that helps out big time. Like, it would suck having to try to do it without the the FaceTime. Like that that makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. So. But it's cool. Like we're 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 it's a balance. You know, it's, it's a balancing act. It's, it's like like spinning plates. You know, you got every limb trying to spin a plate. You know, it's uh, so it's, it's tough. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like I want them to see that if you have something that you, whether it's a gift or a talent or even just a love or a passion, like go for it. You know, do it. Like whatever you have to do to make that work, like do it. You know what I mean? Go for it. So. Uh, I want that lesson to be, you know, cemented into them as well. Like, and whatever, you know, whatever they want to do, whatever passion or whatever they have, then I'll, I'll make sure that I'll do whatever I have to do to, you know, push that for them. You know what I mean? Like, I want to make sure that they, that they, 
explore all of the dreams that they want to have or they want to do like you know i think that's really important for them so it's cool for them to be able to see that you know in action mm-hmm. so yeah. it's a balance yeah very commendable what gets you guys through touring like how do you stay positive and stress-free throughout while you're on the road <laughs> that's a, we do not you guys yeah we're we're we got quite a few stress cases in the band so it, the, the stress the stress thing is 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 i think it's inevitable well, the stress you, thing is tough you know what i mean deal with it what gets you guys through that well, what <laughs> self-medication is 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 a, is a big one the music itself is is a stress relief like once we get to the point where we're on the stage and the music starts to flow, like it all goes away. All All the 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 issues dealing with the road, the arguments, the fighting over where there's too hot or too cold in in the whatever the case, whatever you know what I mean. Like it it all. Once the music starts, it all it all goes away. It all goes away. He said it's too hot. (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys traveling in right now? Uh, We have a. 15, pa- 15 passenger van. Yeah, so you guys are pretty mm-hmm. comfortable with each other at the moment. Yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, it's you cool. You have to be. You, you have, have to be at this point. Much, you know, you spend more time in there than anywhere really. Yeah, yeah. You, you you have to be. Especially when you got to make like the tough drives. Like mm-hmm. our winter tour was, man, we hit some Brutal. conditions. Yeah. We couldn't get over the Sierras for a couple of days, and the eighty never Ooh. opened up. We had to put chains on and crawl over. Oh. Finally made it to Denver, and then we had to drive through a blizzard. Or no, Salt Lake. And then Salt Lake to Denver, we had a blizzard. And it was like, we were driving on pure ice. Yeah. And we're all from SoCal for the most part. And, well, you're from the East Coast, but not snowy areas. So no, not snowy areas. We're a little out of our element when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that part, yeah, those, those things are definitely stressful in the moment. But we're learning. Know. But you, with, with, each one of those, uh, with each one of those trials that you, you face, you get through it. You know, and it gives you a little bit more experience, gives you a little bit more strength, a little bit more courage, a little bit more wisdom, you know, and you just you just keep going. You just keep going. So for the most part, you have a pretty good band dynamic as far as getting along. It's over silly things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we've been together for so long now that it's kind of like it's like brothers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Brothers fight and they make back up and they keep going and they fight again. And they make back up and they keep going. You know what I mean? So it's the same same way we have a we have a really good relationship uh even as far as like we're very mixed band you know it's all colors and so you know it's it's cool to be able to have a group of guys that we can even have the the freedom to to be extremely real and raw with even on racial issues even on you know whatever the case is like we can make we can make jokes about each other all day long and know that where it's coming from so it's cool you know what i mean so it's like we we've it's a uh, it's a it's a brotherhood. It, it really is. It's like it's like having having five brothers, you know, it, and everything that comes with that—the goods, the bads, the ups, the downs, the the all of it, all of it. Mm-hmm. Who's the white guy? Is there like is there like a driving system? You guys cycle around. Yeah. So we have our, our merch guy Jerry does most of the driving. Um, but whenever we have long, like super long drives, we try to to rotate it, you know, so it's not just all on one guy, okay. you know. So we do yeah, try yeah. to try to rotate it, you know, a, a bit. Yeah, Jerry but, needs breaks too. Yeah, he needs breaks, but he 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 does the he, he does the lion's share of the driving. So shout out to Jerry with the driving. Shout out. Yeah, that's yeah. probably tough. Yeah, 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 yeah it's really yeah. tough. Yeah, for sure. All right, so getting back into the getting back into the music and touring stuff. Well, you guys said you just got off the. The Lego mm-hmm. Tour with Stephen Marley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, walk us through that. How did you guys get into contact, and how did you guys secure that? So 
So our um, management, uh, Silverback management, mm -hmm. there. Um, so the basically Stevens manager is in the same camp with our manager. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was a little bit of an in-house thing. Uh, we had actually, we had opportunity to go on tour with him. Was it last year or earlier this year? Yeah. Last yeah. year? The dates just didn't line up. The dates didn't line up. So we've been trying to make it happen for a little while, but it just finally, everything lined up for this particular tour. Um, so, it, you know, it, it was, that's basically how, how it came together. Um, and we were super thankful that, that it did. Like being able to be on the road with, with, with him was really cool. See him every night. Oh, yeah. See him do his thing. Um, he's so talented. He's super talented. And, um, you know, just being able to, to, to kind of soak it up and kind of just be there and, and experience it, you know, night after night after night was really cool. It's definitely something that I'll have with me forever, you know, forever. And then he invited me up to do uh to sing a song with him our last night of the tour. Really? Yeah, so that was like man, that was surreal. What that song? was uh One Love. Wow. So how cool, man. Yeah, so he invited me and me and Hyrie up to uh, to sing with him. Uh so that was super cool. Super cool. Oh man. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. What about like any any in-depth things you guys anything crazy happened on that tour, you know, something off the wall? No, it, it was pretty that tour it was pretty it was pretty straightforward. Um, it's pretty straightforward. It was just uh, it was just hot. Yeah, it, it, it was, was one sixteen in Phoenix. It was definitely Phoenix, should I say. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was definitely hot. But uh, <laughs> besides that, there was nothing like everything worked pretty much according to plan. Like there was no no hiccups. You know, no real curveballs that were thrown. Thank God. Like it, it it was smooth. You know, we didn't no breakdowns. We made it to all the shows mm -hmm. on time. Everything was it just flowed. Everything flowed. It's awesome. Yeah, everything well, flowed. What was the hardest thing that you've had to come through or overcome on a like a? Oh, I'll take this one. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you. I can finish the question. <laughs> one time we were probably about an hour out of KC. It was the first day of tour with the movement, and our transmission burned up the gears, and we couldn't shift out a second. Oh wow! And oh. Uh, I was actually driving at the time, and I'm just redlining going so it was 35 your for like I don't know a good hour and a half. And big rigs are zipping by and shaking the van at 80 mm -hmm. like. And uh, we were lucky that we booked a hotel near an airport because the next day we took it in, got the diagnosis, and they were like, yep, transmission shot. And we were like, crap. And uh, we got the only transmission in Kansas City, actually. And we left the van there. We rented a U-Haul to grab the trailer and another car to drive with for the passengers. Limped over to St. Louis, just made it in time to get a quick line check and play. And our routing, thankfully took us back through Kansas City to Lawrence, Kansas. So we made it back, we woke up all early, I'm running on no sleep, dropped all the cars off, got our van, oh, wow. made it to Lawrence, didn't miss a single show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think we I don't think we've missed one show yet. No. Have we? I don't, I don't think we missed don't one show. We've canceled the show yet. Twelve years we've never missed one show. 13. That would be a good show, you guys in the movement. Yeah. 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 We had yeah a, that whole tour was that great. tour was really good. Yeah. We had a really good yeah. time. Yeah, that was a really good tour. Shout out to the movement. <laughs> I heard that noise. I was, I was like, uh, oh, yeah. what's going on here? Just trying to get the audio. Oh, gotcha. But um, what about uh, you know, what about outside of music and stuff? Mm -hmm. What do you guys enjoy doing when you guys are at home and you're just spending time, you know, mm -hmm. alone? Um, music never stops for me. Like even when I'm in my alone time, it's I'm thinking about music. I'm coming up with ideas and I, you know, just melodies and things. So I feel like I can't turn it off. Wow, it's always going. Um. 
which sucks sometimes because sometimes you try to get some sleep and you can't because you still got an idea in your head and it's two o'clock in the morning you're like oh, I'm trying to go to sleep but I can't I get it you know and you wake up and it's gone and you wake yeah. up and it's gone so that that part <laughs> sucks yeah that part sucks but um other than 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 that like I I'm I'm very big into family so I'm very hands on with uh with all the, the goings on at home so whenever i'm when i'm there it, it's it's i'm all about the kids whether it's homework whether it's whatever the case is you know so i, I stay very hands-on with those guys so yeah for me i'm uh, into surfing and fishing oh. traveling hiking do you have kids I, we didn't get no to you about that. I, I do not no kids no, no kids. fur 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 babies Mm, fish. You have a fish. Scale baby. Scale baby. Yeah, you have a pet fish. I have discus. Yeah. What is a discus? It's a type of cichlid. What's it saying? What's a cichlid? What's a cichlid? It's a type of dingo. What's a cichlid? I got a few of them. One, they don't have very good names. One of them's called Red. One's called Weirdo. They, it's I, like I got one fish that likes to swim up to the front of the tank and act like he's Snoopy when he's dancing. <laughs> That's the one I call Weirdo. Oh wow. <laughs> Sigley. I'm gonna. They're no. ocean fish. Google that. No, they're freshwater. Oh, okay. So they're smaller. Yeah. So okay. saltwater is really hard to take care of if you're not gonna be around. You basically have to hire someone to do it. Like, ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that either. See, so it's sigley. Yeah, I didn't know sigley was either until today. Discus are a little sensitive too, but I've had good luck so far. Wait, I thought that was the same thing. Discus is a type of sigley. There's okay. all kinds of cichlids. Come on, bro. Wait, There's so American cichlids. There's Cichlid African cichlids. Cichlid is like a category? Yeah, cichlidae. Discus yeah. is like the type. The main. That's the type. Okay. Yeah. okay. The family and, and genus. Yeah. Got it. Genus. Okay. Don't quote me. I'm not, Got I'm not a big science boat. Got it. That's crazy. All right, so what about what about new music? Um, what do you got? What do you guys? Uh, you guys pushing the album right now? What are you guys touring on? Um, what is the set looking like? Uh, no, we're not touring on anything new right now. Um, we're actually when we finish this run in August, uh, we're focusing the next pretty much from now to the end of the year on uh, getting the album uh, a big chunk of the album done. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of songs uh, done already, but for the rest of the year, that's that's the focus is to really knock out the rest of the album and get that done. Uh, we're trying to have it out for uh, 2024, mm-hmm. so that's the that's the grind run right now. When we get back, is just. Album, 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 album. Recording most in mm-hmm. LA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, basically in Orange County, mm. 17th Street Studios with Coast Lou Richards, Costa Mesa. Mesa. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to 17. Shout, Shout out, out to 17 Street Studios. <laughs> Lou Richards is a beast. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a beast. So. Super easy to work with. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He did our last album. Uh, he did Pathways. Yeah. So. so as far as the set tonight, though, you'll probably hear a lot of the songs from Pathways, which mm-hmm. is an album we put out in 2020 hesitantly because we didn't get to tour on the back of that album so that was a little like we were kind of waffling like we were sitting on it we were like should we put it out like we're mm-hmm. not gonna be able to tour on this but we had already like released one single which was come and get it in november 2019 i was like well let's give music nobody's got anything to do and we did some cool things we did a little uh, live stream like album release party it's like two mm-hmm. hours long you can find it on our youtube channel mm-hmm. just youtube.com slash rise roots it was pretty cool because that's like an opportunity we probably wouldn't have got otherwise like yeah. that was a staging company that was like i was talking to guys he's like oh yeah we were gonna go out with green day and offspring and now we're sitting here with no jobs so mm-hmm. oh wow we got to you know use all that gear because they were testing the space out mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which yeah, is something kinda, that probably yeah, would have been kinda, out of our budget. Yeah, otherwise. I'm sure, I'm sure it would have been. It kind of fell in our lap right there, so that, that was cool. So we, we cool. took advantage of the situation best we could. And, yeah. you know, people needed music at that time, and yeah. I think a lot of it was relevant to what was going on. Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch COVID? We all did. Four times. We all did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I caught wow. it twice. Oh, wow. In Florida. Wow, dang well, it, I Florida. Thought I, I thought it didn't exist in Florida. <laughs> That's what I was told. I, well, I it's your day Florida for us. was the only time I was actually asking for it. The first yeah. time I got it, I was camping with five people in the Mojave Desert. Uh, you still it got only it. takes one person, though. <laughs> yeah, we all caught it at some point. I'm lucky it doesn't yeah. hit me too hard. It's like yeah. I was only down for two days out of the fort. Like I could have gone to work for all of them. Yeah. You guys mean. have outside jobs outside of the uh, music? Yeah, I do some accounting stuff. Accounting? Yeah. Like regular accounting or spicy accounting? <laughs> What's spicy? No account? comment again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's un- well, well, there's like this TikTok and it's like, um, if, you know, you do some sort of sex work, they say yeah. you're an accountant because... Oh, no. No offense, but it's like nobody asks Definitely anything. Not you're like, oh, I'm an accountant. That's no exactly what anything. he does. You know? I can see it. You say, I'm an accountant. No one ever asks you questions. He's a spicy accountant. That's <laughs> she's it. Looking, she's looking for that at. A so spicy she, accountant. <laughs> so she said, so I'm, I'm just I, trying to shout him out. I'll give you his OnlyFans link once we stop the interview. I'll shoot you guys the link. That's hilarious. <laughs> what about you? Do you do anything outside of the music? Uh, yeah, I teach. You teach, really? Mm-hmm. So I substitute teach. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. What uh, what grades or what uh, mostly middle school? Wow, middle school and high school, uh, mostly middle school. What subjects? Uh, everything. Really? So I taught. I was uh, I taught for as a full time teacher for uh, thirteen years, um, and then once the music started to pick up more, then I started subbing more versus full time because you get more flexibility. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. You did a cool sub, I bet. They focused you. I mean, I, t- I try. You know what I mean? I try. I try. I try. I try. Yeah. I try to. I try to be the. I try to be the teacher that I wanted as a as a, as a student. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. You went to college yeah. then. Say it again. You went to college then. Yeah, I went to Hampton University in Virginia. For what? For psychology. So, oh. Wow. So I went for psychology. So, um, and then from there, I branched off into education, um, and then just went that route. Mm-hmm. Did you go to college? Yeah, I went to Cal State Long Beach for music. Oh, you did. You did tell me that you had a full ride for tuba. Yeah, That's tuba. Cool. You still have oh, that yeah, tuba? That you just laying up uh, in the wall. I still have one. I sold one of them. Yeah, I did. it's just collecting dust. He Dude, plays it on Thursday nights. <laughs> Not really. I kind of burned out on that whole thing. <laughs> That's fair. Got the keyboard. It's actually part of the whole spicy accounting thing. Is yeah. the, the tuba is? is <laughs> I kind of wish I would have more. There's like, got some coming. Oh, sorry. We're yeah, no problem. Watch the. Sorry. Oh, that um, looks so good. Well, you got you guys. What time you guys playing tonight? Uh, nine o'clock. I believe. Nine o'clock. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Is it? Oh, so it's 11, 11 already. Um, we've been going for thirty minutes. Are you guys in a rush? To you guys want to eat some food? You guys? Um, I'm definitely down to eat. You guys could freaking eat on on mic if y'all want to. If That's you guys cool with me. End it. Yeah, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool okay. eating on the mic. All right, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm down. So let's talk about you know let's talk about the good stuff. We're actually on at eight fifty, so let's not go too much. Oh, eight fifty. Oh, really? Eight fifty? Yeah. Oh, wow. 8:50. What about uh you know what about uh you know marijuana use mm-hmm. you know alcohol on tour? You guys, how much you guys smoking? How much you guys drinking on tour? We <laughs> we definitely like to uh we definitely like to have fun. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 uh. Would you have? It's it's. I'm getting mine's coming out later. 
It's the uh, what's, it's, your, what's yours? Mine is uh, right one? there. I got that right there. Yeah, yes. Hand him that Johnson. All right, thank you. Um, it's definitely the, uh, the the musician life. You know what I mean? Like it, it's. I feel like it kind of comes with the territory. Now that we're talking about it, <laughs> kind of comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. What about like psychedelics and stuff? You guys, you guys dabbling in that? Not too much. A little bit. A little bit. Psychedelics I definitely go, dabbled. Psychedelics can be... Can you have me one of those, please? Yeah. It's not necessarily good on the road, you know? Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's important to have a free space when you're doing that. And, like, mm-hmm. no responsibilities. Like, that's not a tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a tour is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. That, that free space is not... Not always there. What What are you guys... What are, what are your guys' roles in this in this whole... Um, I, just, I'm, I just write in the band. And <laughs> <laughs> He's our lead guitarist. He's our guitarist. He's our drummer. Eight wings. <laughs> yeah, he gave, he gave me a lighter. Shut up. Yeah, shut up for that one, bro. I got a, I got a bunch of uh, joints, infused joints with wax from Cushmas uh, for you guys. Oh, hell so yeah. before you guys leave. Shout out Rocky Mountain Blaze. Shout out Rocky Mountain Blaze and Cushmas. Yeah, man. Big up. Um, you know, are you single? I am not. No, You're not single. Man. You have a girlfriend? Yep, coming up on 10 years. 10 years girlfriend? Oh, well, when are you going to marry this woman? Right? You'll find out probably real <laughs> soon when this podcast coming out. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 10 years, that's fire. Uh, you know, what, uh, is she living in LA still? Yeah, she, she lives with me. Mm. Yeah, we're like kind of like Lakewood, Long Beach area. Mm. Okay. Yeah. How uh, do you guys get through um, like touring when you're away? Yeah, she just misses me a lot. You know, it's, it's hard. You know, even though <laughs> we don't have kids, like, Slay. obviously, like, I do a lot of stuff as the guy around the house, so. Yeah. But uh, her sister's close, and her sister's husband helps out a lot. You know, like big up Karen and Arno. I'm glad I have them around to back me up, because you know it's, it sucks not being home sometimes. And, like you know, I miss her as much as she misses me. So yeah, right. That's definitely the toughest part. Facetime. Yep, yeah, there's a lot of Facetime. Yeah, I bet. No. <laughs> what about you guys? Are you guys single? Sixteen years married. Congratulations. Years Cheers. Oh wow. <laughs> How yeah. We have a year old oh wow. Oh, nice. Congrats on that. Congrats, yeah. What, cool. what about you, bro? Are you single? Complicated. Complicated. <laughs> uh, he, 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 he kind of he kind of like waited for me to ask too. He didn't respect it. Yeah. He's like, oh, he doesn't ask me this. <laughs> blur, blur out his face. He's like in a relationship with this salmon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys eat too. We'll get maybe a few more questions off. It's all good. Um, you know, what about, you know, younger reggae artists trying to make their way in this? This is, this is a tough scene to come up in. You know, what, what, what advice do you guys have to them? Just Play keep... reggae for the next 30 years of your life and then maybe you'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just keep, keep, keep grinding. Just as like, don't overstep. Uh, do the work. Do the practice. If the music's not there, none of the other stuff matters. And then... You gotta learn the business too. It's it's you gotta have all the boxes ticked, mm-hmm. you know, and make friends. Your connections matter. It is a business at the end make of the it day. Make time to sound check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Don't have flat tires. Right. <laughs> no, it's I I would say um, I would say to definitely do the music that speaks the most to you you know don't 
try to chase something you know what i mean like do what comes naturally to you whether it's song song concept concept wise whether it's the sound of the music whatever the case is like just do what comes natural to you you know what i mean just stay true to that that's uh that's definitely a piece of advice i, I, I would give yeah, yeah, and if you're doing it in a group, learn to compromise because you're never all going to be on the same page. Don't yeah. do it for the likes. Don't do it for the algorithm. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, respect. For sure. Dylan, Tiana, do you guys have any more questions? Um, I just had one question. I noticed that you're wearing a turquoise. You're wearing some turquoise on you, and then you have a lot of turquoise on you. Does that? I love it. Got married. <laughs> got it. Gotcha. So it's just the that's bling. That's 16 years. <laughs> See. That's the side, the side of marriage. Side, side piece. Does turquoise mean anything to you? I mean, I've, I've uh, got a shout out, Broderick. Shout out my homie, Broderick. He made. This one, yeah, this yeah, one, you made that one. Oh, that's fine. Dope, dope. It's beautiful. Yeah, I got but, a couple pieces he gave me too. I don't know for me. Dope silversmith. I've just um, I've just always been into it. Just always been into, it. always been drawn to it. And um, once I once you kind of go down that hole, it's really easy to get lost in that hole. Uh, so yeah, my wife was like, "Don't buy any more turquoise. You spent too much money already on turquoise. <laughs> like you're done. You cut me off." So, but it's hard because when you go to places like. New Mexico and Arizona, when there's so much good stuff, it's like, oh, it's so hard. But yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love cool. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dylan, you got anything you want to get off your chest? Um, I was going to say, what was his name again? That, that, does he make you maybe know his Instagram? Roger, Rod, Broderick. 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 Um, I don't, I'm not sure if he has an Instagram set up yet. That's cool. I'll, I'll just right. search yeah. it on Facebook. Broderick Tenorio. Broderick Tenorio. No, on Facebook. In Cali. He no, he's in New Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. He's okay. a silversmith, and his dad was a silversmith. I'm not sure if his dad's dad his pieces was too, amazing. but he's yeah. but he's um resident family. Yeah, resident family. He does. I think his brother does it as well. So yeah, cool. That's what they okay. do. So when he saw that I you know had some stuff, he was like, "Man, you want me to make you something?" I was like, "Yeah, for sure." He's like, "I'll make you a cuff." I'm like, "For sure." Um, we came back through um, New Mexico maybe like two or three months later, and he brought it to me, and I was like, "Wow." I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take that yeah I'll take it and then he gave it he gave um, everybody a ring yeah those so, are um, those are sick yeah gave everybody sick. a ring so it was super cool and it's cool because like when people when people see it like anybody else else who's into turquoise like they immediately kind of they're like drawn to it you know what I mean and so it's um, I've connected with so many people as we've been traveling because of the turquoise they'll see it they'll say oh you know my mom yada 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 or Here's a piece that was passed down from such and such. such. It always, it, there's always a story attached. You know what I mean? So it's really been cool being able to run into people on the road that have, um, have you know, stories and things and connections to uh, to turquoise. So it's, um, it's, I don't know. To me, it's special. Yeah. To me, it's special. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Awesome. For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, do you guys want to tell the people where to follow you guys? And you know, we'll get out of here. Tight. Oh, yeah. Pretty much just type in Arise Roots anywhere. At Arise Roots, YouTube.com slash Arise Roots, Facebook.com slash Arise Roots. If you type in Arise Roots, MySpace. Do not look up MySpace. (laughs) That page is probably outdated. (laughs) If it's still there. (laughs) But yeah, if you type in Arise Roots anywhere, we're going to pop up. So whatever you're you're following, Spotify, iTunes, you name it, like we're there. Cool. Hell yeah, guys. Yeah. All right, y'all. Arise Roots, Street Champs, come get put on. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that. All right, peace.
What's up, guys? We just hit 3,000 subs. We're trying to make it four. Help us out. Hit the subscribe button. Peace.